Hey neighbors, welcome back to the Flower House. I'm your host Tamara. And I'm Christina. And together, we're the Flower House. That's it. (laughs) That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. Flower House. So what are we talking about today, Christina? We're going to be talking about... I don't want to talk about that. Let's talk about something else. Okay, we're going to be talking about therapy. (laughs) Is this the first or the second option? Which one... Which, I'm not. I'm not telling was this, you. Was like, was this the one that I said I didn't want to do, or? Hmm. You'll never know. <laughs> oh no. All right. Well, I'll just assume that I got my way. So yeah. no. <laughs> it's the way I get through life. I just assume that I assume that this went the way that I wanted it to go. <laughs> so my first question for you, since we're talking about therapy, is we're just gonna like it really personal here. Tamara, have you ever gone to therapy? Let's get deep into it. Look at my eyes. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I haven't gone to therapy. But a concerning amount of people have told me maybe I should consider it. So maybe I should consider it. Like, you know, like, it's like one of those things where like somebody's like, all right, you should try that restaurant. And you're like, I'm not really interested in burgers. So I'm not going to try that restaurant. And then, like, everybody keeps telling you, try that restaurant. And you're like, well, I really need to go to this restaurant. Uh-huh. But therapy. Like, like oh. one person's like, maybe you should consider therapy. And then, like, everybody's like, yeah, you, you don't know that you need therapy. Like, maybe I should consider therapy. I, I'm just going to jump board and say, I think I think therapy is great. I, I've been in therapy. And I started I actually been to the therapist for the first time when I was six years old. Oh, that is a long time ago. Yes. And then I was in therapy for years on and off, on and off, all the way from like six. So I want to say 15. I might have been younger. It might have been closer to 12 or something. Um, But it's like an on and off type of deal. I've seen several different therapists. And then I stopped going when I was like an older teenager and then I started going back to therapy more recent years and then I recently stopped because we moved and now I'm trying to find a new therapist and you know finding a new therapist is really hard yeah it's the same thing like doctors and stuff like since we've moved you know we've gotten a new doctor a new pediatrician for curls a dentist uh, I got a new uh, OBGYN and then all of them the only one that I like is the dentist that's the only one I like so now I'm looking for a new pediatrician, a new doctor, a new OBGYN. And it's just like, it's exhausting. So it's kind of like that with a therapist. Like, so currently looking for one since we moved. But I do think that, I, I mean, I don't mean to be like well, all your other people who have told you. I do think You're it's one beneficial. Of the other I just want to let you know. <laughs> okay. Have I already <laughs> said this before that you should go? Yes. You're like, okay. you should really consider therapy. Ever since I told you that one friend told me I should consider therapy, you're like, but it's a really good idea, though. Yeah, well, I like, think, yeah, I, I agree, though. I mean, I don't think that therapy is a bad idea. I just, I'm not sure if I should be offended that people are telling me that I need therapy. You know, like. You you shouldn't. Like, you, wow, you really have some, some, some things to work out. Like, you should, you should consider therapy. Like, I feel like that should be, like, something, like, I'm like, oh, well, you know, like hey, I've been having a really hard time with this. Like, maybe I should talk to someone about it. No, no, people were just like, yeah, you, you seem kind of kind of like you have some anger issues. 
They think you seem unhinged. Unhinged. I feel very hinged though. Like I'm, I'm a door. I'm swinging. I'm swinging. <laughs> Hit me. I'm coming back. I mean, so if I'm gonna be honest, I think that everyone could benefit from therapy. You don't have to. You don't have to have something traumatic happen in your life to cause you to go to therapy. Right. I feel like it's therapeutic to go to therapy. Okay. So I think you could benefit from therapy, but n- not because like you have these unresolved issues that cause you to go. <laughs> Honestly, I could see you going and they ask, so why are you here today? And you're like, I don't know. You tell me. Like, <laughs> why am I here? <laughs> why am I here? And they're like, and here's uh, 75 milligrams of... <laughs> immediately (laughs) so do you think that you should be in therapy do you think that's something you would eventually be interested in maybe now after this last week i maybe like um but in general no i think i i think i do a really good job of looking at like stepping back from situations and figuring out like why did i do that why did i react that way especially like in recent years and trying to find like the root cause behind it. It's just like, okay, you know, they were wrong, but why did I react that way? And then, you know, going back and being like, when I was five years old, (sighs) you know, like finding like, what was the reason for it? So a lot of, I do take a lot of time to do introspection and things like that. So I don't necessarily think that I, I don't think that I need anybody to like talk things through with because I mm-hmm. talk things through with myself because I'm actually crazy. So <laughs> I do see that in you though. You do a lot of you do do a lot of self reflection, and I have noticed, especially in more recent years, and sometimes I get mad that you do this. Not really mad, but but <laughs> I'll tell you like this happened and -and so-and-so said this and you're like, but let's look at it from like a different perspective. Maybe they said it's like, no, (laughs) take my side. No, (laughs) not really. But you're very good at looking at all of the box, not just inside the box. And I definitely see that you do a lot of self-reflection and reflection of a whole, like an apple of the whole, not the inside, if that makes sense. Yes. I'm looking at the forest, not the tree. Exactly. I have noticed you do that more. And I'm I'm over here like, I should do that too. But my <laughs> my anxiety gets the best of me. It's like, nope, they just just that's out the window. <laughs> like <laughs> but, I mean that's fair though. But you know, when you know there are certain things that you just can't I mean you could, but there's a lot of things that you just can't work through by yourself. And I've been fortunate enough to not have anything crazy, for lack of a better word, happen to my life for the most part. You know, not everything is perfect, but you can you can say, okay, well, this wasn't my fault. Mm-hmm. I understand that this is not in my control and things like that. And you kind of have to work through it. You could definitely get through things quicker with the therapist, but I'm also like one of those people that I, I'm not a big sharer. So that part is hard. The hard part of therapy, especially when you're seeing different therapists. I've probably seen like at least four different therapists in my life. And that's not that many when the grand scheme of things Four is not a lot. 
But that's four different people that you have to like open up to. And when you're a kid seeing a therapist, I remember this, they try really hard to get you to talk um, without showing that they're trying really hard. So I, (laughs) well, I remember they would have, and this actually is kind of neat now that I'm an adult, I can look back and respect it more. But I remember when I was a kid, I'm like, this is dumb. I know what you're trying to do, (laughs) but they would have like these games that kind of reflected a lot on emotions. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, if this happened to you, how would you react? Would this make you angry? And it's like, but it was like a board game. And so you would flip the thing. It's like you landed on the happy space. What would make you happy? But it's a a way to like get the child to like talk. Right. Um, Actually pretty brilliant now that I'm older and I look back. But at the time I was like, I know what this is. And... (laughs) This isn't gonna exactly. I'm, I was I was like 11 at the time. It's like I'm looking up at him. I remember exactly what he looks like and his face and everything. And I remember playing the game with him. And I just remember thinking, like, I know what you're trying to do here. It's not gonna work on me. <laughs> like, it's not gonna work on me. What would make me happy right now is ice cream. Can you ice cream. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, but it's so funny because as a kid, I remember being like very. Um, I did not want to open up. Like, I did not want to talk about things. Like, how are you doing? Good. Well, how's school going? Fine. I, I'm sure I, I was a hard, hard nut to crack. Like, I'm sure he got very tired. He saw my name on the thing. Like, oh, it's this girl again. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but now that I'm an adult and I realize, like, the importance of it, like, the last therapist I saw, like, you know, you start to open up and it's still hard. It's hard to say some things. But something I really appreciate is like how he just sat there and waited for me to say something. And I mean, I could be sitting there and not saying anything for a good like two minutes where it's like awkward. And then I finally say what I want to say. And I'm thinking, I'm glad you waited for me because I just was trying to figure out a good way to say it. <laughs> it can I be really hard. That. <laughs> it's, it's hard. It, it is. And I, I think I've actually gotten better recently with like, expressing my thoughts to my friends mm-hmm. and being like okay I could share this little piece um I'm not sure if you noticed that or not. yeah you're you're good about that and I feel like I'm your therapist no <laughs> no 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 but I feel like if that works for you though then that's perfectly fine you know if you don't feel like you need to have another outlet for like therapy like you're doing good and don't need the drugs um then i <laughs> the drugs give up the drugs <laughs> then i feel like you know that's that's great there's some people like myself who feels like they have to have something <laughs> prescribed to them to remain sane <laughs> and you know what if you're out there and you're the same way that's fine too i i'm the first one to say that's fine there's nothing wrong with that you're not crazy if you need to go to therapy and if you need medication because it's like an actual imbalance that's going on. And I think it's really healthy for people to get help instead of saying like, I don't need therapy. Uh, like, I I got this all on my own. Like, I understand that. It's really hard to go see someone and open up. But if you need it, then don't be afraid to go for it. It doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. I agree. 
And that's that's a big stereotype. Like if you go to therapy, there's some there's something wrong with you. There's plenty of people who go to therapy who haven't had anything traumatic happen to them. They're not diagnosed with anything, but they go and it's fine. Like there's nothing wrong with it. I honestly think that most people, the average person that uses social media should probably also use therapists because there is no way. And I mean, no way that you are on social media and you can completely stay baseline, especially as a woman, where you go on social media and you're like, oh my God, this is perfect. That's perfect. I wish I looked like I, I wish I could do that. Oh, I, I can't do this. And, you know, it, that takes a serious toll on your mind. And I know the people that are doing it are just trying to make money or they're trying to make people jealous or different things. But what they're really doing is they are making therapists a lot of money. They're like secret agents for therapists. <laughs> and something else is like, would you say that about going to the doctor? Like if you had an illness in your body and you were sick and you're coughing, like I'll say you had the COVID, would you like, would you say like, I'm not going to go to the doctor because I'm not really sick or like, I'm not going to go to the doctor. Like, I don't need to. There's nothing wrong with me. And you're over here coughing. It's the same way with your mental health. Like, well, men will say, yeah. Oh, they hope. you're right. Well, you just eliminated like half of our audience. They're like, yes, <laughs> yes, I would. I, I guess I don't need to go to therapy either. Like, <laughs> I, I, when you said that, I just remember pushing my husband to go to the doctor when he had shingles. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, come on. My face doesn't itch that much. Like, come on, go to the doctor. Like, what are we talking about? But it's the same thing with therapy. Like, you wouldn't decline your physical health from needing a doctor. Don't decline, like, your mental health for needing a doctor. That's basically a therapist. Well, not just therapists, like, psychiatrists and stuff. Like, the doctor for the brain, I guess you could say. Well, mental space. Are psychiatrists and psychologists, are they considered therapists? Or are they considered psychologists and psychiatrists they're all different so uh, do therapists have a degree in therapy i don't know Tamara. <laughs> i'm sorry okay. so, so so one of them i think it's a psychiatrist they are the ones who can prescribe the medication right therapists i don't think they can do that okay i mean they will listen to your problems and they will talk you through it and then they'll look explore ways of like why you're feeling that way and kind of open your eyes a bit like wow okay so maybe that's why I'm so like anxious all the time or maybe they'll link it back to something and or they'll talk about like so how does this make you feel and then sometimes it just takes someone else saying like how does it make you feel make you realize like how do you really feel about it (laughs) even if it's something really like well it made me really jealous like <laughs> and if, uh, no emotion you don't want to admit or something right i mean for me that wouldn't i i don't think jealousy is not one of my strong emotions i would have to say um anxiety and other things are more strong emotions i don't but everybody has different strong emotions like tamara's apparently is anger <laughs> Yes, I get, I don't get angry often. I have to say this again. I don't get angry you often. You don't. But when I'm angry, I'm angry. Like, and I don't know if you've ever seen me angry. Um, Like really angry? I don't know. I don't get angry often either. I think I tend to get more like 
sad than angry. Like if someone does something that is like not nice to me that normally I should be angry about, I think I just get hurt more than anything. Like, oh, okay, that just happened. I I haven't been angry in at least like, well, probably like a year. Wow. Like, like legitimately angry. That's, that it's hard to get me there. And you have to be pretty important to be able to make me angry. Right. Cause you, you don't get angry just from like a stranger off the street or anything. You just are like, <laughs> okay, whatever you say. <laughs> exactly. So real quick, what benefits do you think therapy brings to people? I think that therapy can give you a safe space. We all love our friends, but not all of our friends are safe spaces. Ooh, that's true. Yeah. Some buckets have holes at the bottom and you (laughs) pour water in it and all of a sudden you've grown a garden. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we don't all have that place that we can go to and have a conversation and know it's going to stay there. Right. And I don't think all friends are like capable of having that extra mental load of someone else leaning on them. Not necessarily like they're a bad friend. But that can be a big toll on their own mental health. So right, they might not be the best one to turn to, even if you're great friends, they're a great person, doesn't mean they're a bad person. But, you know, that's a lot. It kind of goes with like the boundaries thing, too. Right. And um, I have one friend and when she has something that she just needs to get off of her chest, but she knows that it's like a lot, she'll just say, hey, do you have... Do you have the mental space right now to deal with my problem? Oh, that's a really yeah. like sweet way to ask. It is. And it's like, yeah, go ahead and vent. Um, you always say yeah. Most of the time, because most of the time I'm not, I don't have anything going on. Like my mind is usually like pretty clear. I might say, hold on for a minute. I'm typing out like a email or something. But other than that, you got it. Whatever you need to get off your chest, I'll take five. I'll pause for five minutes and listen. So that's just one of those things where you just, you know, it's important that you take into account the mental health of your friends. That's so true. Yeah. So I think that honestly, the same thing you said, like having a safe space to even if there's like I said, nothing traumatic going on, but have a safe place you can talk to to vent to know it's confidential is a big deal. Mm hmm. Honestly, that is like, I feel like could be a huge reliever. I can just kind of see someone like walking in and then walking out completely different just because you were able to get something off your chest. Right. And it could be something that you can't share with other people. Like a murder. (laughs) I think they would be obligated to to say something about that. Okay. I don't, I can't imagine anybody going into therapy to confess a murder. Maybe that's happened. So I could get a therapist or I could get a lawyer. So like, I feel like lawyers, they keep everything confidential, you know, I might have to pay them a little more. My insurance might not cover it, but I kill somebody. Can you imagine going to a lawyer and be like, hey, I just need a vent. (laughs) And they're like, sure. And you're like, and I just killed 15 people. Why? I don't know. That's the problem. That's why I'm here. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) And they're they're like, so do you want to get you want me to get you off the case? Like, what do you what do you? They might come after me. Probably not. I, 
I just need a vent. I just need to get off my chest. I feel better now. Goodbye. Like, <laughs> and then he's just like, the lawyer's just like, were they paying me as a lawyer or can I report this? Like, <laughs> So one last thing is we talked about a lot of good things about therapy. What do you think could be some bad things? Do you think there are bad things about therapy? I think there's bad things about everything. Yeah. What are the bad things about therapy? I wouldn't feel comfortable saying what the bad things about therapy are since I haven't been to therapy. So I can't say like, oh, this is definitely how therapy is and then just be wrong. And then like the internet goes crazy because Tamara was wrong for the first time in her life. Like, you know, like <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. We wouldn't want that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and that's another thing that I've learned to do is just admit when I don't know. And I think that came from a lot of like self-reflection. So, right. Okay. I have gone to therapy. So, you know, I actually can't think of too many things bad about therapy. The only thing I can think about that could be bad about therapy is not necessarily therapy itself, but people who work in therapy who don't always consider like their clients feelings the way they should um and that's that's not necessarily bad about therapy that's just people kind of like you go to the doctor and there's someone who's a nurse and she's really mean and you're like oh why are you in the nursing field if you're just so mean to me now let me clarify any nurses out there right now who had dealt with the pandemic, I don't mean them. They deserve to be really angry and burned out because that's ridiculous what they've had to deal with. I'm talking about like when I was a kid going to the pediatrician and the nurse is like, because this has really happened to me. She's like squeezing the shit out of my finger to get the blood out for like the finger poke. And I know they have to do it, but she was really mean about it. And I remember her making like a comment about how I was like crying too much or something. And she just was not nice. It's things like that. Same thing with therapy. If someone isn't, if someone's not good about listening to people's problems, they probably shouldn't be a therapist. Let me just say that. So it's not a bad thing about therapy itself. Also, this happened to someone I know where they shared confidential information that a client shared with them to somebody else, like stuff like that. Um, It's terrifying. Yes. Like things like that. That could be bad. But the thing is, like, for therapy itself, I can't think of anything bad. You know what I mean? That's just people who are working in therapy. And that could be for literally any job. You're always going to have people who are like that. So, yeah. I do want to make one more note, though. If you do go to therapy, which is great, but make sure you put in the actual work. Going to therapy isn't just having a conversation and then some them telling you your problem. And you'll be like, okay, so my problem is I overthink everything. And then you go back the next month or however often you go and you're like, okay, so my problem is I overthink everything. Like, no, you're supposed to start working on that. Don't right. just come out the same person that you were when you went in and, and don't try to improve yourself. Because at that point, you're just going to therapy because it's trendy. So... Um, yeah, if you go to therapy, put in the work to become a better person. If not, if you're not going to put in the work, don't tell me how you're going to therapy. <laughs> and I'll tell you how I go to kickboxing. 
by practicing. <laughs> and I hope no one does that because it feels like such a waste of money. I say that because I'm over here like therapy costs a lot of money. <laughs> so it's like I can't imagine doing that. Like if I'm going to go, I'm going to get my money's worth to fix all of this. Like, <laughs> Right. Exactly. <laughs> so let's move on to the good news minute. It's good news time. Sorry. It is. And I'll go ahead and share this one. You, you think if I went to therapy, they'd tell me I have singing Tourette's? You think? I don't even know if that's a thing that they could tell you in therapy. Yeah, I, I feel like I sing against my will. Like, it's just everything turns into a song. Tamara, I don't, I don't know if a therapist can help you with that. Well, who would? <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's late. Go ahead. Good news with it. Sorry. So there's a YouTuber that the mister and I, we actually started watching his videos a couple of years back and I feel like he's gotten even more popular. So I'm going to just go ahead and talk about him, but his YouTube channel is called dad. How do I, he shares videos on things like how to tie a tie. How do I shave my face? How do I change a tire on my car? Like things that people may not have learned from their own parents like basic skills, or maybe their parents just never thought to like teach them that, like how to change a tire on a car. Like I was never taught that, but I also, we were never in a situation where we had to like change our tire that I can think of like as a young adult, you know? Right. So he also makes videos like with inspirational messages, like I'm proud of you and you can do it. Like he's such a dad and he's known as like the internet dad now. He's inspired basically by his own father walking out in his life. So he makes these videos for other young adults or children who had the same experience, you know, for everyday tasks to just have a good life on learning how to do things. And the way he does it is such a dad. Like he talks to you like he's your dad and it's super wholesome and My super dad? sweet. Or like a TV dad. <laughs> um, I, I don't... <laughs> I don't want to say anything that I like. I love your dad. He's hilarious. Let me just say that. He's so funny. He's not a traditional dad. <laughs> but that's okay. It's okay. Yeah. So anyways, his his YouTube channel is called Dad How Do I? And you guys should check it out. He has a lot of like DIY, how to do this, how to do that. And Honestly, even if they're not looking to like, how do I do this? Sometimes just like hearing him talk, you'll see what I mean. Like he's like such a dad. So I love that. It's sweet. So I think we're ready to wrap this up. Yeah, I think we are ready to wrap this up. I really like um, that he does things for children, adults that didn't have parents. Anyways, I think that is great that he's on YouTube. Go to YouTube to learn things. I'm really hungry right now. So. <laughs> so you're just thinking about food. You're like, okay, are we done yet? I, I want to go eat. All right, we'll wrap this up so Tamara can go eat because she's really hungry. So we will see you guys next week in the Flower House. Bye.